Mitchell, Drum and Dougie Fresco. I'm in here. I am. Oh, what a week! It is so good to be with you after the week, Rachel, that you've had, that I've had. It's um, it's let's let's first of all we gotta let's greet each other, but let's let let's let let's set the tone right now, Rachel, because round five just concluded on the next tour. We've been getting crushed, and I say we as Americans, right? Been getting crushed by Nordic players all year. They actually showed up again for round five at Mirafield Village, Rachel, but it wasn't a Nordic player that took this top spot. It was a Latino, and we're going to get into that here in a bit. Rachel Drummond, what's going on? Where in the world are you? You have been traveling like crazy lately. Um, I'm back. I was in Mexico, then I was in Vegas, but I'm back in England. Back in Blighty. Where are you? You've been exactly the same, Doug. Yo, know, it, it's been a, it's been, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I was there at the Farmers Insurance Open on the PGA Tour. Uh, there are Tory Pines in uh, San Diego. Came back home where I live in Phoenix, and then the party came here. You know, I was in Vegas for my wife's birthday, and then we came back home. And then, well, kind of like you, the party traveled, and we just wrapped up the WM Phoenix Open and. I don't know if I saw more drunken, inebriated individuals. Uh, it's the same word. It just sounds cool when you use inebriated. Or, or you, <laughs> they both. Rachel. We. I think I might have the title here and who saw more drunk people over the last week. Doug, first off, are we allowed to chat and be co-host still, number one? And secondly, you, I did not see anything outrageous. Ours was just pure great golf with the best golfers in the world and a little bit of booze. A little, a little bit of booze. It's let's Las Vegas, <laughs> the Super Bowl week. You you didn't see anything crazy. I, you know what? I think you're keeping it a little coy right now because what I I saw people mudsliding. I saw people funneling beers. The, it was so crazy that the the Phoenix Open individual, like the 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 staff that put it on, they said no more sales. We're stop we're stopping the sale of booze. There, there was one point not good where they stopped the sale of booze. They actually said no more people can come into this facility and then the people broke through gates and barricades and got it it was said that it was over 275,000 people on property saturday of the wm phoenix Oaks. doug lives where it's at i'm gonna get away from this drunken chat <laughs> you know what here's the thing i can't i can't believe it we're gonna we're gonna go I, into I think that village where there wasn't any no, but I think it's our relationship that's going to fix golf. It's our relationship through this show, the next golf tour, and even TrackMan. We're going to put the golf sphere back together, Rachel, because if we can do this, then everybody can come together and, and just be fantastic. That's all I'm saying. That's that's my goal. It's my hope, I'm, I'm, Rachel. That's what I'm, it is. I could shake your hand. I would. Let's take a look at how it finished at Murfield Village. Jack Nicholas course turned out to be a beauty, scoring not as low as what we've seen in some of the other events. However, we had a fantastic winner and we had DP World Tour player John Axelson from Denmark. He set the early pace, recording not just one, two eagles on the front nine and had a nice little 3 under 69 to get his season started. This is his shot on five. And he's got his mate there. Is that inside the circle of love? Is that where that is? Right. 
great in the circle, love Dougie. Sadly though, he would be overtaken later in the week by Finnish amateur Elias Havitzo. Now we've got a shot he hit on 13. I think there's a little bit of noise with this one. I mean, they're making this auto, not, well, it's not auto putt anymore. They're making this putting look very, very easy. Havitzo shot a five under 67 and he was matched by Canadian Chris McClure, who we've definitely seen on that leaderboard before. And he had this gimme birdie on 12. This is the way you got to do it. How nice are gimmies, Dougie? I love them. I wish they could actually <laughs> happen in, in real golf, but you know, I just love them. That's all. <laughs> you probably had a few at the old Phoenix. With just four days left to play, season one, round five winner, Iceland's Sigurdur Arne leapfrogged everyone with his six under 66, thanks to birdies like this one on 14. Oh, God, that's got some slope. Beautiful. He did bogey on 18, which ended up being very costly. Doug, we're going into this later, but that hurts, doesn't it? Birdie on yeah, you 18. Can't bogey uh, you can't bogey the Did he hit it out the circle of trust? No, who's this? This is the next person. <laughs> <laughs> Round four. Rachel, gave I think you've had a fight or two this evening. I, I wish I had. Round four, I just literally got on a flight back from Las Vegas. I don't know my name. I don't know what country I'm in. Um, round four gave us our first American winner on the next golf tour, which you, Doug, were very happy about. And with very just proud. a few days left to play in round five, Jordan Weber, who we saw, almost did it again. That could have been back-to-back -back confidence, preeds confidence, but Weber matched Arna's 66, and he took the lead by shooting a bogey-free six under only a few hours left to play venezuelan daniel cabrillas had a better score on the last six holes which gave him the victory have we got a little bit of scorecard action here we go look at that dougie look oh, at the eagles well, and just a birdie to put the bow on no but he came back that's what it's all about Standing on the 15th tee, he was three under, but he had this eagle on 15, which sent him to five. And then on 18, he secured the win with this birdie putt. Look at that fist pump. You can see how much it means to these guys, Doug. With this win. Oh! Oh, there it is. Oh, Dougie, he chucked his broomstick on the floor. Right. <laughs> With this win, he won 30,000 US dollars and he's now in the top five on the season long order of merit. And who knows what can happen in the last two events. We've got an elevated event with 50,000 US dollars and season finale afterwards. And Doug, I think we've actually got the winner to have a little chat with us. How do you feel? How did you feel when that putt went in on 18? <laughs> was uh, really exciting no? to, to have that, that pot. I think that the second shot no, was really difficult because I, I, I was in the trees and, and I make that shot and then I have the, like that opportunity to, to win the tournament. No? I, that's why I played the, the last day and to give me the, the chance to see uh, how the, the leaders uh, playing. Uh, what's the score to beat? And when I have that pot, 
it was weird, no? Because I I feel so so calm in 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 the in the address, and I make this the stroke and and I made it. No? That's the best moment. How difficult? How difficult was it to to learn how to putt indoor, especially when you've got thirty thousand U.S. dollars on the line? <laughs> it's not easy. You have to practice a lot. Um, it's the it's the pace, no? You know. You know the line, but it's really important to to feel the the pace and the and the touch. I think that is practice, like everything in, in golf. It's really important to to see if it's downhill or, or uphill, how much it's gonna roll, or and in those in those spots downhill. I think that is is easier to make it, no? Because if you put it on the line, you you don't have to hit it hard. It's easier to to put it in the line. I, I don't know. It's my feeling. Yeah, start it on the right line and let it let the rest do yeah, the that's gravity it. do the. So tell us a bit about you, Danielle. What do you do? Are you playing full time? Someone might have told me you do a bit of no. broadcast. Yeah, I I do broadcasting for Latin America. I'm from Venezuela, but I live in Madrid. I have uh, seven years here in Madrid, and I, I also teach in a in an indoor golf here in Madrid, the first one, H Zero Golf House. And I, oh. yeah, this is the logo, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was teaching thirty minutes ago, I finished just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and you must be but seriously I, good at I golf. Don't, Play when I was uh, younger. Play the, the Latin American uh, tour for a few years. I play also in Venezuela in my country. I represent my country a few times. But then I came here and and, and start teaching class and and my other passion that is uh, learning or oh, be the people to to learn this game, no. Well, let's talk a little bit about just preparing for this event. Daniela, how did you, you know, I hear that you do teach and you're broadcasting as well, but how do you get ready to play in this event or on the tour? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I get ready. I, I, that's Diego, no? It's, it's a friend of mine. It's my, it's my coach right now in the, in the game. And he, <laughs> that was fun. Um, uh, between classes, I uh, in lunch, I I, I practice a lot. Uh, I'm almost uh, until the morning, until the, the the afternoon. I'm always there. No, and if I had one hour break, I, I practice and practice the swing or practice the course and put the setup, hit the shots around the green. It's important for me. And and I think that that to prepare the you have to play, no? you have to to know how how is the course. And this one, for me, I feel really really confident. No, in, I, I start bogey bogey. I told I told Diego in Spanish. No, I, I told Diego in Spanish. Uh, 
don't worry that that I know that I can do it you know? because in in one of those practice rounds I start bogey bogey so I and I want to quit no I want to start again the game and Diego told me <laughs> eh, no no play and make um, under par you know and I made four under par in that round and then that mentally was really important uh, for me because I start bogey bogey and then I told him no I can make six under par like this no and I know it's, it's, it's weird but those That's bogey fair. bogey push me to 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 the end no that's very good advice to anyone. If you have a bad start, you got to believe you can do it. Yeah. Now, what's your yeah. advice to me and other pros? Because I'm similar to you when I'm not broadcasting. I coach and I used to play. Yeah. And I still haven't dusted off the bats yet. What's your advice to me and other pros <laughs> that are thinking about next golf tour? I don't know. For me, the next golf tour, I... I think that is a really good opportunity for for every uh, professional player. No, it's it's really important to to practice. It's easy. You don't have to travel. You have really good money, and for it's important to to I think to practice in the swing and then be able to to replicate in the, in the course. No? no brainer so here's saying. the real question that we have Rachel we gotta let we gotta ask the question and you're like, what are you the 30 G's man how are you gonna celebrate this win I'm here with my wife we're gonna celebrate in, on the weekend she was um, <laughs> that's a big celebration she was, uh, she was in Mallorca she was in Mallorca in the weekend she, she, she she's not with me and she's gonna be uh, here in the weekend and we're going to celebrate. Love that. Some party in Madrid. You see, right? Great. It's fun. Okay. I'm on my way then. How Good about party. I come and join you? Yeah. And then we'll... Okay. Come here. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I'm going to need a translator though. My, my, my Spanish is a little yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, but your English is bloody good. I've understood everything Well, thank you. Said. I appreciate so, so. that. No, not yeah, you, Doug. Oh, I thought you were talking about my Spanish. No, Daniela's English is perfect. <laughs> so what's next? Are you going to play in the last two events? Yeah, yeah. I want to play. In, I, last year, I, I think we played the, the final event in Innsbruck. I know the course. And, and I play good, no? I, I finished top five last year there. And I like the, the chances, no? I, well, look, before we let you go, here's my last question. Now that you have yeah. the win under your belt, there's, an, there's a, a, a bigger purse event coming up right around the corner. Have you started to think about the order of merit and how now you're kind of vaulted up the leaderboard kind of on that space? Yeah, I think that we have two, uh, two big events left now with bigger purses. And I think that the guy that is on top wins one time you win the the big the big order of ferry no and i think that i'm closer than yesterday <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lose anything and, and i can win a lot don't party too hard at the weekend 
<laughs> no, no, I'm not playing. Last day, last maybe, day. <laughs> maybe that's your um, secret sauce. Maybe do go get on the booze and peg it up and shoot. <laughs> well, my friend, congratulations, and uh, you know, on on Rachel's behalf, salute. <laughs> you just making up words, Doug. <laughs> Salute is like cheers. I love. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've got water. Rachel, zero Spanish. No, you have a little bit. Po poco. Is it yes. poco? Or poquito. Or pequeño. Poquito. Poco. 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 Bien. Si Daniela, mi mi esposa es mexicana, but ella no ayuda me con mi español. No. She needs to make a better work there. See, that's what I'm saying. Rachel, I'll tell you what I said later. All right, brother. Okay. Have a good one and best of luck, man. Keep going low. So now let's take a look at some more highlights from the fifth round. And we're going to get started with Germany's Patricia Schmidt, who shot two under 70. And she's the best round among women here in round five. And here's her birdie at the 15th. I know Patricia personally. Great, great golfer. Well, we had three amateurs in the top 20 here in round five. Besides Finland's Elias Havisto, uh, who already we talked about in this episode, his close friend and fellow Danish national teammate, Alexander Murdrup uh, and Mads Heller finished three under par and two under par respectively. Here we go. We call live line. Can I promote that? You know, we got the little lines of where you need to put it. <laughs> beautiful. Uh, no, no, you... <laughs> Trackman's tech, beautiful. Well, absolutely. And the next golf tour has announced that since amateurs can be paid a maximum of $1,000 per event, the remaining amateur winners will be donated to Golfers for Ukraine charity. Now, I love that. We're taking uh, an unfortunate event and we're making things fortunate. We're going to give the money over there to Golfers for Ukraine. And I also want to show you the PJ Tour player and Monday Q contributor Mark Baldwin's Eagle on five. And that has to be probably the shot of the week. And Rachel, one of the best reactions. I'm excited to see this. He always has a good reaction. <laughs> In round four at PGA West, we saw Danish amateur Mads Heller hold the lead until very late. And in this round, we saw Finland's Elias Havitso finish in a share of fourth place. So we thought we'd get to know the two youngsters. Let's hear from Mads Heller first. Three, two, eight, go. Hey there, my name is Mads Heller. I'm 17 years old and I'm from Denmark. I'm a part of the Danish national team. When I started golfing, I was eight or 10 years old through that range. My dad always played golf and uh, so he got me into it. I always played football myself and uh, then I got injured um, in my ankles and then I started golfing because of my dad and then it went on and things took on and then I started taking it more seriously. I like golf because it's it's a, a sport where you're only one. It's it's only yourself you can compete with, and so it's not like a coach yelling at your at your face when you're playing football. My coach always yelled at me. I was getting tired of it, and it's only yourself that it's up to. It's not everybody else. So I'm playing on the next golf tour mostly because taking tournaments in in the winter season in Denmark is is pretty good. I think it's nice to have nerves and. If we amateurs can earn some money, I know we can't, get, we can't get all the money, but at least it's something. I mean, it's an expensive sport to play, and 
not right now I'm in Portugal and uh, so it's it's expensive to always travel around and play tournaments so it's it's always good to get some earnings in also trackman golf is mostly the same as outdoor golf you hit a bit longer off the tee but that's also because you're indoor and you're it's warm and yeah so that's what I like about indoor when I hit the driver I just check if the spin isn't too high because you can swing at 113 clubhead speed and have 2,000 spin and still carry it 270 or 280. Uh, I knew I needed to make some birdies going down the stretch and uh, when I came to number 18 I knew if I make a birdie here I'll take the solo lead and I mean nothing can possibly go fully wrong there so I had a, I had a good drive down the middle with high spin rate. I stuck a six iron to I don't know two meters and yeah that was very great. To win the order of merit would be absolutely fantastic. I know right now I need to win. I needed to win one or yeah, one tournament that plays good in the other, but I, I still think there's chances. Um, but yeah, if, if I win the order of merit, it would definitely be a huge advantage in my career because then it's nice to get your name out there quick and get people to recognize you. Um, it's just DP World to starts and Challenger starts aren't that easy to get. Um, because you have to go through Nordic League or Alps Tour or Pro Golf Tour. There's many tours where you can get up, but it's still tough because there are so many great players. So if you can take a step over those tours and let's say you, you play good in a DP World Tour event and then you play good in another and then thing goes on and suddenly you just have a card and you have a category to play in Challenge Tour maybe or DP World Tour. So that would, that would mean a lot. I'm thinking about turning pro later in my career, definitely, but I think still there's many years and there's many things I need to experience in my amateur career. I think uh, we have a lot of European amateur team championships and individual championships in many countries I need to experience, but uh, I will definitely turn pro later in my career and uh, I will, I'll definitely look forward to that one. That was unreal. He speaks like he's about 35 yeah. and he's been on tour. <laughs> I think he's trying to take our jobs. If he wasn't playing on the tour, get ready to turn pro, he'd be in here being like, hey, Dougie, Rachel, slide over real quick. Do you think we've got another Nick Dunlap coming? Mm. Oh, man, that's that's a tough question. Same look, course. Not, that look, we used to say something like that was impossible. You know, Phil Mickelson did it, who's close to you and your tour. And then now I have Nick Dunlap on my tour that's done it, you know, in this century. I mean, it feels like Phil did it ages ago when it was actually a thing that could be accomplished. Now it's much harder. So um, I don't know if he's there yet, but he's going to be on his way. Very diplomatic answer, Dougie. <laughs> well, Rachel, we heard from Mads. Now let's hear from Mr. Havisto. My name is Elias Havisto. And I'm 24 years old. I'm from Finland. But last four years I studied in the US at University of West Florida. This year is a little bit different because I'm doing my military service back in Finland. For me, the main reason why I'm playing the next golf tour tournaments is just to get the right feeling where you get always when you're playing in tournaments but also to prepare for the tournaments that are coming up on the spring it's a great thing to have something going on during a winter winter time especially those players that don't get to play that many tournaments there's just something about you know 
amateurs. You know, they're they're not they're not professional just yet, but they have the game to be. They have their their eyes are wide, and you know, there's just you know being a part of this tour and being able to play uh, for something that matters, especially at this time of the year where it's cold. It's the off season. You got the next tour where you can come and shine. You can actually play for something. You know, we have that thousand dollar cap, but. They can play for something, stay fresh, and like you know, go back to their universities across the world, respectively, and be ready to play, Rachel. And against professionals, like that, automatically is going to up your game. Like if you know you got to shoot six under, you you're going to have to start working harder. So, I think it is amazing. I miss my amateur days. I might get my amateur status back. <laughs> uh, then you favorite. can't teach for money, so there goes that. I mean, oh. I hear what you're. I hear what you're saying and I and I and I appreciate the realness in which you're speaking. But now we have to the realness of the event. What was your real moment, Rachel Drummond, from round 5 at Muirfield Village? Well, it's quite an emotional one, but I I've been there. Oh. I've had this feeling of when I thought I was going to win a tournament and then someone came in and Got one better than me <laughs> and stole it. But then I've also done it the other way to someone else. So, you know, it's balance. This is golf. Sometimes it happens <laughs> your way and sometimes it doesn't. But the feeling that Jordan Webber must have been left seeing, you know, our favourite man just on screen take the win at the end. And a lot of these guys are doing this, Doug. They're waiting till the very last minute to watch how people play so they know how to play the course. Well, it's, it's smart, but it's also dangerous because if you wait too long and you get up against that clock, you might not uh, get your round actually in. But yeah, it's a good it's a good strategy, you know, to, to use and and which kind of dovetails me into my real moment, which is exactly what we're talking about with Daniele. We talked about it when we had the champions interview just a few moments ago is he waited until the end saw the number posted bogey bogey to start his day and you can't tell me he he didn't have that that what the hell moment you know where it's just like again i love the when the clocks get reset or when you have your expectations have to be readjusted to fit the current scenario and that's where we found daniele after uh or standing on 3t he's like well damn it I'm either gonna uh, sink or swim, so I better get the paddling. And then he came out and won. Like that's that's as real as it gets for me. And the clutch shot out the trees on 18. Sprinkle that in there oh, as well. And then the putt, like the the, tr out the everything. Like when he chose to play the round late, you know, against the eight ball, like back behind it after two holes, and then it was like start your engines. Here I come. Get the hell out of my way. I'm about to get this W. And I'm going to make the party on the last hole. I got my mates with me. And we're just going to watch the clock count out. As we see here in this Instagram video, when the timer buzzed, he was the champ. And I feel how, like they should have had some, some races spraying, something. How good that he's with his coach to share that with. Yeah, that's, that's when the coach is going to come back and be like, so where's my 10%, sir? I'm going to need 3,000 US dollars. For, yeah, for this well, champion. Okay. I mean, I'm just. Yeah, they, 
and they probably didn't negotiate the terms of their agreement. They, I bet they will moving forward. Like, hey, you know, I need my, I need my cut. Now we always have to shift because our editorial team has chosen two videos in each ca each of two categories. Okay, so we have our next shot and our next life videos. No, I said that wrong. It's not next shot. Yes, it is next shot. What am I doing? We, we need to do this every week, Rachel. Yeah, I know. We need to do this every week. So I feel like I, I, I keep it going. So look, Rachel and, I have, Rachel and I have not seen these videos. So when you see them, we're going to see them for the first time. And then we are going to select. Well, I don't know, because Rachel likes to like discount herself and then make me pick or vice versa. But today we're going to do it as a team. Um, so let's start with our two selections, Rachel, for our next life videos roll it I was getting I was the beat was, was was killing me right there you know what I mean because that was you know uh Jaron Arnoy and uh Michelle Forslund a little collab video I do like the effort I was just vibing with the beat the music change you know how they were you know kind of select your golfer and actually had some thought behind it I was, I was were they the same two it. people the whole way through the video same two people yes just kind of switched up and they changed clothes and and did some different things. Yeah, no, I. I'm not gonna have a visual representation. I'm not giving away my pick. Week to overcome the learning curve of simulator golf. So I reached out to the very best players in the simulator game. What have you found that's been useful to help you overcome that learning curve? Because I I have just started playing on the next tour and it's absolutely kicking my ass. <laughs> Leading up to the tournament, like we knew a month in advance where we would play in like the first event, so obviously Marco Simona, and basically that's the only course I played for a month. I think it turned out to be like 32 rounds. Wow. You know, you're right with the trees, like, you know, on some softwares, you know, they call them colliders. They don't put colliders on every single branch out there. So sometimes you can get through that branch, sometimes you can't. So it's like, you kind of got to weigh the risk and reward versus trying it. And, um, and so, yeah, that's a little bit of a learning curve. And really what I've kind of gone to is just go for it. <laughs> um, like, don't go in and expect that you're going to win every event because there's a lot of good players playing. Right. And practice a lot of short game and putting. Finding a swing, I'm kind of the clock system with my wedges. So I take up my 
the, the head to um, to like knee level, it always carries like 50 meters. I feel like the Monday Q guys are trying to steal our job, Rachel. Just everybody's trying to steal what we do. Just going snooping around, going behind our backs, interviewing past champions. I wonder who gave them access. I've got a name that comes to mind. Rachel, I am a bit torn on this on this choice. Where do you stand in your your thinking process? I'm just laughing at what you just said. Um, I think what he has got out of Oliver is similar to what I saw when I was out there in Copenhagen and talking to these people. So he's very spot on with the narrative. I see what he's done there. And he's creative going yes. to get people. But I did like the collab. But is the collab... Is it fair to collab? That's the question, right? And do they split the money if we give it to them? I think they mm. must split the money. Are we, are, I think we're can thinking we, the same, we, Rachel, can, but I'll let you. Can we, can we pay Mark Baldwin something for a social post? <laughs> and then we'll, we'll <laughs> give Apple Labs the win. Rachel, we, we've we've got to we've got to give the winner to somebody. Has to have the title though. Like, who are we gonna give it? Like, okay. I I. Candidate one for me. Your your pick. What'd you say? Candidate one. Yeah, I'm going I'm with going one too. I'm going with the, with the with the uh, collab. I'm sorry, Mr. Baldwin, but you're also a contributor to what we do, so you're disqualified for that. So, <laughs> it's not you were selected by the. You're not disqualified, but I'm. Uh, because we you know we family and uh frenchy's good people too so i'm disqualifying that and uh we only got one winner candidate number one gerand arnoy and michelle forsland we're gonna give y'all the money and y'all can split it i don't know if you how that's gonna happen that's up to you guys but uh candidate number one we're gonna give you that w next shot let's bring in our two candidates for this anton nielsen uh is gonna be our first one up going against ollie storier i said that so wrong I didn't know what he shot after making all those putts. I need to run this back. Let me 85. look it up. <laughs> that seemed like a lot of neck shots. Thank you. 
Oh, very nice. <laughs> I've still got the gills, don't huh. I, I just didn't expect you to say 85. Like, I saw him playing, and I was like, he's shot 70. And you're like, no, he shot 85. So rude. I love it. But Ollie, what did Ollie shoot? What do these two guys shoot? That's what I need to know right now. Let's see. Hey, who are you, do you thinking? Have an I like I think because I've been really I, well, mean about and him. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know what, Rachel? I'm going to step aside, and I'm going to allow you. This is yours. You will pick today's video, this winner in this category. Rachel, I'm coming going, down the stretch, I'm going, who are you going? I'm going candidate one, Anton Nilsson. And I apologize. My sarcasm does not <laughs> move well on Mac computer. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Well, we've got two winners, and congrats to everybody. There's going to be one more prize from each category, and you can help choose the winner on Instagram. So go follow the next golf tour. Go select your winner, and then once the people that, that do get chosen to win, make sure you say thank you to everybody that, that helped you and gave you some well free money. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Well, you kind of paid to play, so I'm just going to help you get your entry fee back. So I hope you, hope you appreciate that. Maybe. Are you basically saying thank me? Is that what you're saying? Not me, you. Yes, yes, I am. Thing. No, uh, okay. thank us. No, us. This is team. You know, this is this right. is my favorite long distance relationship I've ever had. So yes, they should thank us. We got more side games. Are you ready? Longest drive. I am. Top three men winning cash. Here we go. What have we got? Three hundred forty-five yards. Beautiful, Matthew Anderson. Two thousand G's coming your way. Very good. I think you mm. could get 340, Dougie. Now, longest drive, top three women. Let's see what we got. Raga, 264. That's a nice number. Mohandu, I've definitely seen her on the leaderboard before. And Becky Brereton. She's my favourite, 255. Go on, Brew. Love her. Now, Birdie Streak. How many do you think, Doug? What do you think? I'm going four. <laughs> Congrats! I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Bjorn Sorborg and Anton Karlström. Well done, four birdies. Nothing better. And aggregate closest to the pin used to be my favourite bit of data when I used to play. Fifty-seven feet, Chris McClure, who was you know near the top of that leaderboard, and no wonder with that sort of aggregate. Aggregate. Mm -hmm. Hugo Dobson. He's a name from. Yeah, my ends. With round five in the books, well, so the order of merit now has to be updated. And it's getting interesting. We have one regular season event left. And then after that, after round six at Innisbrook, then the top 100 in ties qualify for the season-ending finale. So players still have one more tournament to play themselves into the final that determines the season-long winners. I am, oh, just saying that got me, like, lit. Like, let's, oh, I love the season-long championship. So the player's office is still validating all of the results from round five. So keep an eye out on the next for our, and our social media channels for all those updates. And the best male player to end of the season will get three sponsors, three of them, not one, two, or th three sponsors exemptions to the challenge tour and one into a DP world tour event. And the best female player of the season will have similar opportunities on the Annika Women's All Pro Tour. Wow, that is, that's something, I'm Rachel. I'm glad it's coming to the end, Dougie. It's been such a fun 
I'm I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. Probably shoot eighty five now. I'm... Karma. It's your number. It's coming back. It's your number. <laughs> number of the day, eighty five, which gives you no superlatives. No one no one cares when you shoot eighty five. They always want to ask you what happened. I think matter of fact, I think Billy Horschel shot eighty four in the memorial the last time it was at Muirfield Village. So he that's the closest number that I I remember now that you say it out loud. Sorry, just all these memories come flowing back. But Rachel, we've got to look ahead to round six. That starts on Friday, February 16th. That's two days after Valentine's Day, just so you don't forget that. I want to plug all you out there listening. And it's the last event of the regular season. And it's the second elevated event, which means that the winner will take home 50 Gs. Let me say it correctly. Take home 50,000 US dollars. And he or she will have a serious chance to mess up this order of merit ranking. So signups are open until midnight on February 15th, Central European time. Hello, Central European time. And this is the home of the Valspar Championship on my tour. Uh, not yours, Rachel. I'm just kidding. But they're on the PGA Tour and the home of the Snake Pit. Ooh. Love it. Doug, you and I will be back oh. on February the 28th. Where we look back on what happened in round six at Innisbrook on the Copperhead mm. course. Again, not on my tour, on your tour. Follow the action. See all the shots from the players on nextgolftour.com. And as always, share, like, put it on your social. Doug, I am pegging it up. I'm gonna. I'm laying it down now, so I do it. I'm gonna do I know, it. I know. I've. Not... But you heard. You heard. You know, thirty rounds, thirty plus rounds there on the. Uh... There in practice i don't i just don't know if i can do that i don't know no i can't I but i do you know what i'm in a good spot who cares now i just want to play all right well i'm gonna go find a new location because somebody got a new trackman device no I got, got my little orange box i've just got it over my shoulder you can see it hanging with me it's my new accessory just so you know i've been carrying that thing everywhere just so you know we'll we'll have more about that later <laughs> Dougie, as ever. Thank you. Oh, man. I can't wait. Daniel, run it. Because we are wrapped up at Mirfield Village there outside of Dublin, Ohio. And now we're going to get on a metaphorical plane, go down south, well, to where the snakes bite, at the snake pits, the Copperhead course at Innisbrook. I know you're ready for the challenge because I'm already waiting on y'all.